Good evening, welcome to the Hourglass of Isabella, and we're here officially in the spooky season. We made it to October. How do you feel about that, Daniel? I'm pretty happy about it. It's actually it's actually an unseasonably warm evening. Yes, that's why we're still outside still doing outside. this recording. Yeah. Yes. It's unusual. What, what, is our, what is our topic, our spooky topic for today? Right, we're trying to keep the topics on point, you know, either kind of ghost-related, paranormal, Halloween movies, and so we thought a great topic for today would be Phantom of the Opera, because who doesn't love some Phantom, really? I don't know many people who Everybody dislike it. Phantom. That's great. What a great musical. British, I might add. Is it? Oh, yes, British Andrew Lloyd Webber. And apparently made in the 80s, which I didn't know until recently. Well, but it was it's based on a book, right? Oh, yes, it's based on an actual book. And, and yeah, the, I'm talking about yeah, the musical. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're talking okay. about the musical and the movie in this specific segment. But you're right. Well, because the movie, there there's is a, a black book. and white movie from the... Even earlier, there's even several. Earlier. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah. several. And there's um, a crazy 80s horror movie. But it's like really scary, Phantom of the Opera. So if you guys want a terrifying movie to watch, I'll try to look that up for you later. And it's totally a serial killer where he's just murdering people left and right. I mean, it is. It's a. It's a. He is a serial killer. It should be killer. terrifying, but instead, it's just awesome. Phantom because is it's a rock opera. Phantom is a serial killer. Yeah. Were there? Were, did rock operas exist before Phantom? Was it a thing? Yes, I believe it was. Right. Because we've got a couple. There's I mean, let's say we're out Pink Floyd and people have done rock. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. Era that's, fair, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's totally early, 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 early 80s. So. Yeah, The Wall. Yeah. Right. It's great. What, what's that one about the pinball wizard? Yeah, pinball wizard. That's pretty that's solid. Also, that's Two also. rock opera. And then, of course, um, you know, Bojack Horseman. Um, he has a rock opera too. <laughs> More recent. <laughs> but yes. Okay. So, so get, getting into this topic. Who I mean, every I assume most of you guys hopefully. Yeah, I don't think we have to worry about story. spoilers. I don't want to have to be like, hey, it's about this guy who kidnaps this girl and he's a phantom, but not really, and blah blah blah, and he lives in the basement. <laughs> Who's your favorite character in the Phantom of the Opera? Uh, you know, it's an interesting thing. I and don't I, say Raoul. No, nobody can say Raoul. <laughs> nobody he, he is, is my least favorite character. Me too. He's my what least a favorite loser. character. I kind of like the uh, the guys who run the opera. I yes, think, I think, and they I think actually remind. Okay, they're, they're quite good. They remind me of you and Giovanni so much, <laughs> so much to the point where we were going to do a rendition of Phantom of the Opera yes, on Phantom the Playa, Playa at Burning Man, and Someday. we we're going to call it Phantom of the Playa. But I wanted to cast Giovanni and Daniel in those roles because it's so like you. Yeah, and it's great you said that. I love that you said that because it's absolutely <laughs> perfect. And I mean, the reason going back to Raoul thing really quick. Beyond the fact that he's a bit loose, he's a classic kind of friend-zoned guy, and obviously we know he gets lucky and everything, but he never strikes me as particularly passionate or interesting in the way that the Phantom really no, that's is. that's right. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't really have any redeeming qualities, is the problem. He doesn't. Right? He doesn't actually do anything cool. Yeah. You know? And so, and I, and I think that's what he, you, you would hardly call him a hero. Yes, it, 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 you would be. You'd be he doesn't pressed. strike me as a hero. Ever. So let me ask you this: Do you prefer the musical or the most recent movie that came out? And by recent, I mean it was actually way over a decade now. Um, you know the one I'm so talking I, about. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I know what you mean. The, the, the actual, the actual film version. Oh, it was really great. It was. It was really. Yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting question. I it's mean, definitely. I know because because I, I think I actually I enjoy the movie. I, we we certainly yeah, watched the movie enough. A times. lot. We should watch but, it after this. Absolutely. But when we when I listen to it, I usually listen to the Broadway 
Um, so I guess. Of course, the, I think yeah. the Broadway, lyrically speaking, is better, and there are some little differences in there. I found online there are a lot of very hardcore Phantom fans. They take it very seriously and they love the subject intensely, so I'm sure they'll all be listening to this, which is awesome. But I will say, can we just praise Minnie Driver? Oh, she's for amazing. My God. It, she's, who knew she could sing? So I didn't know she Who could does sing. she play in the movie? Right, so she plays. Uh, Carlita, right? Or Carlotta, 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 who's the diva. And uh, and so my before I saw the movie, you know, I only knew her from my cousin Vinny. <laughs> what did we see? We were watching a movie. What did we see her in the other day? Oh, that's right. What and was And you that? were like Minnie Driver, also hot in Phantom of the Opera. I was like, whoa. Yeah. And she was young. No, she was amazing. And, and it was uh, hot. It was great. She, she played the diva perfectly. Perfectly. Really. Just quite quite incredible. So I guess we didn't ask, who is your favorite character? Oh, it would... It, okay. My favorite character is Meg. Yeah. Meg so, Jerry. It's not, and we it's won't, not, we won't go quite, into it. It's not time. It's not time. <laughs> Don't go there yet. I know where you want to go, but it's not time. I, let's just talk about the first the first rendition. So we are going to talk about the canon, which most people don't even know exists, second Phantom of the Opera yeah. called Love Never Dies. Save that for the for And the for last, those who haven't, haven't seen it, you should definitely check it out. But that will be the second part of this particular series because I think it, it almost merits its own section within uh, itself. Mm-hmm. But did so, I, li- I like Meg because one, yeah. she's this secondary character, so she's not in the spotlight like Christine is, but she's like the best friend of Christine. And I think we've all been in that position where we have a friend like Christine die and we want to support them and we love them and they have some crazy stalker situation going on. <laughs> you're kind of there in the background observing, but you're still trying to help your friend. And she embodies that perfectly. She's a ballet dancer. She's not particularly talented. So that you like her or, or that you would want her to be your friend? I know. I think I associate with her qualities okay. myself. And I like the fact that she's also very, obviously, att- at least in the movie rendition, attracted she's to the Phantom and she's curious. Yeah. She's she's the one who's actually, well, he's all after Christine Dyer because guess what? He, You know, it's not that real connection going on there in the way that she's kind of actually like, oh, my God, you're creepy, right? The thing about Meg is she's actually curious and she goes down to hunt him down kind of thing. So it's always been strange to me that she didn't... Because the, cause the story is that her mom oh, actually actually yeah. rescued Phantom. Yes, as and, a child. And, and effectively Eric. raised him. Yep. Um, oh, and, and it's amazing And at least, at least in the book I yeah, heard, okay. and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, in the book I heard that Eric had promised Madame Jury, which is the, the mother of Meg, that if he helped her, she, she would become an empress when oh, wow. she grew up. And apparently in the canon that actually happens. It, but then, so this is why it's very confusing, uh, and we'll get more into this. Do you know that Christine Dyer is based on a real person? I mean, I know that it's a real story, right? Well, there, so there's actually... It's, it's actually what... It's just why we're going to talk. It's so complex. Yeah. I did more research on it tonight. It is various different scenarios that are compiled like a patchwork quilt into a story, but is mostly fictional. So Christine Dyer was based upon a real-life Swedish-born opera star, Christina Nilsson, also known as Christina Nilsson or Christine. That's why you say Christine or Christina, right? The most obvious is that Nilsson, like Dio, was born in Sweden but trained in Paris, apparently by her brother who played the violin, whereas in the actual story it's her father who is departed, who is the violinist that we know about. And it gets spookier from here on in. Do tell. Okay, so, did you know that in the opera Garnier in Paris... 
there is actually an underground lake, just like in the movie. Wow, and it's actually real. It's real. It looks identical. You you can look up pictures of it online. Wow. It's got beautiful pillars. Apparently, it's still there. It's still there today. It still exists. You can look up pictures of it. It's absolutely gorgeous. So there are several elements of the story that are true. So of course, we know that the Opera Garnier does have underground tunnels, and it also has this underground lake. So this is where Larue. Who's the writer? Used this setting in several dramatic scenes for the story that we know today as Phantom of the Opera. That incident, you know that famous scene where the chandelier falls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That really happened. Right, I did know that. Yeah. So apparently there was a fire, and it was actually that there was a weight on the. Um, so you know, like how chandeliers have a counterweight. Yeah. Apparently, it's actually the counterweight that fell through the roof of the opera, and it actually killed a woman. Oh my god. A woman actually died in the process. So, whereas we know that then later got used as a distraction for the Phantom, right? So he could kidnap Christine. Okay, and the obvious romance between the Phantom and Christine story is just a fantasy, but it is believed, as I talked about earlier, he based both characters on real people. The Phantom is based on a man named Eric who was born in a small village in Normandy near Rouen. He was born with a disfigured face, just like the the person in the musical is. So his par- parents, they basically abandoned him when he was just eight years old. A circus took him in, right? And for seven years, he was basically used as traction, which we see in, right, in the right, show. Right. And reading about this, I found this whole thing to be fascinating. He escaped in Persia and worked as an entertainer for the Shah. Later, he worked as an architect's assistant. He designed and built several harems which we talk about, you know, the Sultan's harem, very sexy, which gave him a greater understanding of architectural design. Now confident, he returned to France in Paris, and he so impressed Charles Garnier that he was signed on as one of the contractors who built the new opera house, the Opera Garnier. He worked 12-hour days until the project was finally completed. And I thought that was, like, a really interesting thing. He was no longer this deformed child, suffered cruelty, he was now this gentleman who wore this mask hide the face. He also wore a dress suit, a cloak and a large felt hat and he was respected and earned enough money to live a fairly comfortable life. Just as in the story, the real life Eric had his own personal Box 5 and so Box 5 is actually real guys, you can see it being, wow. it actually does have a secret compartment but he built behind it that you can kind of escape it. that's actually a real thing at the opera house. He had a. He even had, as I'm saying here, a hollow column built next to it, where he could come and go without being seen. Eric did fall in love with a singer who performed at the Opera Garnier, but finding himself rejected, he kidnapped the singer after an evening performance. She was found three weeks later, wow. and shortly afterward, she left Paris. So that's actually pretty legit. After, after this, a legend, and this is all legend, by the way. There's no, we don't know this. For, this is totally. Well, it's in a story. book, right? There's it's a, in a book, so it's it's yeah. a proposed story. And some of the facts we know, the chandelier fell. Okay, okay. that's a fact. We know Christine Dyer is based on this person who's a real opera singer, right? Okay. Those parts okay. are facts. So it's 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 taken, please, as you will. In and I like the romance that I think it's very beautiful. After this, a legend was spread that Eric was so heartbroken that he walled up the door to his apartment beneath the opera house and died of starvation. Mm. It's a very tragic ending there. Years later, when the new opera Bastille was built, this small apartment was supposedly discovered by a workman who found Skellington, 
a skeleton, <laughs> a skeleton, <laughs> up <laughs> wearing just, a gold. The word has just become that. I know it's we're too much. We've been watching a lot of what we did in the shadows. Great, great movie as well. A skeleton was wearing a gold ring that Eric was known to wear. It's said that Larue used this legend about the real Eric as inspiration for his story. That's fantastic, right? It's an interesting thing. I mean, I, I, I was actually super surprised to learn that like uh, cats was also based on a book. Oh yeah, I didn't right? know that either. I had no until idea about it. Don't so we own the book I, now? I, yeah, we do. I don't. I don't think it, it doesn't. It doesn't diminish uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber. I mean, here, here's the I, thing: I is even even if that story is know. complete fiction with some slight facts, yeah. I still love it. No, it's great. So, so they say the character Christine was based upon a soprano with the name of Christina, and it is believed she was Larue's inspiration because of the overwhelming similarities sure, between her and his character. She was taught to play the violin by her older brother at a young age in Sweden. Her family was very impoverished, which made it necessary for her to play the instrument on the street in order to earn money, which actually makes sense for the character because she's also impoverished as an yeah, orphan. She play violin, and she, it, what her dad does is the point that is, you know. She was then sent to Stockholm and then to Paris to continue her training, right? I think it is. And they say her beautiful singing voice, like the character in the story, was discovered completely by accident. Hmm. She started singing at concerts and took the stage name Christina Nilsson in 1860. According to historians, Nilsson had an incredible vocal range and was very beautiful with a lovely figure and clear blue eyes. Oh, delightful. I, I mean, I like the fact that there is a nice backstory to I it. I love that. But at the same time, it certainly does take on a life of its own. Oh, right? but okay, I mean, but I love the, the Yucatan. It literally is a lake that looks just like the movie fantastic. underneath the opera. fantastic. You know, and so so we saw, you and I, uh, on, on one of the very first dates I ever took you on, we saw, we saw Phantom in London. Um, That's true. We saw and, it in London. And it was, and it was actually in a, in a, in a, in a very, was I don't it? know if it was purpose built, but it was definitely renovated for. No, it was, a, it, it was, was a it was real, yeah, it was a real thing, but, they, was a real... but it had like the falling chandelier and all oh, yeah, that. Oh yeah, they, they had, they actually had it on levy system, so chandelier would fall and crash yeah. into the audience. How cool was that? Yeah. And then, uh, and then they used to have a, a theater, a phantom theater in, in Vegas, right? Oh, we wanted to go to the Las Vegas and one just, so badly. It ended right as we were. I heard the special effects in that theater yeah. was perfect. Wasn't it a Bellagio or something? It was. Was, no, it was in the Venetian. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Makes so much sense, right? Yeah, it makes so much sense. Yeah, so I'm sorry, sorry that we didn't get to see it, but I mean, I, I mean the, fact, the fact that it was such a, just such a phenomenon. You God, know, amazing. Is, and, and really, and really, I think... Probably you know, the most popular musical of all time. Probably the most popular musical of all time, yeah. No Hands down. No Hands down. It. And I mean, it's actually very interesting. When we were on, uh, we were on Playa one year, and, and in lieu of Phantom of the Playa, I just played Phantom. And, and people love it. People love it. We, you know, this is this is a you know Burning Man of all places, and people come in listening to to Phantom I, of the no, Opera. No, I love and that. They, and they think it, it's just it just it, it's just it carries you away. It's very romantic. Yes. It's very epic. Yes. You know. Yes, I think there's something deeper that speaks to people about Phantom of the Opera and the underlying story that we all desire to be desired, and we all feel a little bit lonely. And there's a little bit of Christine. In a lot of us, there's a little bit of the Phantom in a lot of men, or Ral for that matter. And so there's a character for everyone to relate to. And that deep romance and the longing, and you wouldn't believe how many girls I talk who secretly desire to be kidnapped yeah. by the Phantom. And it's also, I mean, it's just a, it's, a, it's, crazy. A, it's a solid look. I mean, so I, oh, yeah, a couple cape, years ago, I actually, actually dressed up as Phantom for uh, you did for for Halloween, and we were in we were in New Orleans. We're in New Orleans. And I went off and had dinner with some friends, and then I, I met up with you. And you were at a bar 
with but we were with Voltaire <laughs> with Voltaire and, we were Voltaire and, and Logan <laughs> but they were singing <laughs> they were singing and like because they both are very yeah, good singers they're very and, very and I was talented just, I was just lip syncing <laughs> yeah you are but, but like it's funny I see because sometimes you know uh, with, with Voltaire and stuff he's obviously a very good singer already yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think there's so much Phantom inspiration there like when he was hanging out with his girlfriend apparently he'd taken her to go see Phantom of the Opera and she'd never seen it before and he was so excited about introducing it to her and I think it is a great musical to introduce to anyone Absolutely. who has to even if you just watch the movie by god do I love that movie version I know a lot of people think that's a faux pas but I personally prefer it a little bit more I right. really think it was they really brought it to life in a way with cinematography that the stage can't do it justice to yeah. the voice can do it justice on a stage but my god the movie is beautiful yeah and I, and I always I always I always struggle with it you know like because I, I feel like you know if if Phantom had just hadn't been quite so creepy you know he would have got the girl you How know? could he not? His, his he could have just kept the mask on. I know, but no, she rips the she, mask uh, yeah, off yeah, of yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's the no, one no, no, who no. actually, if you think about yeah, it, yeah, yeah. she's the one who violates she him ruins it. the mask. And he says, right? he actually is. She's Delilah. <laughs> is this what you wanted to see? <laughs> yes, that's, that's actually the lyric. I think that's actually the lyric. It's funny you say that. I actually think that's a lyric. But yeah, I, I think, you know. She ruined the magic. I think Phantom, I'm way more team Phantom. I think he's infinitely sexier than Raoul. I think the beautiful scene where she goes to her father's grave and all the snow is falling. So, so strangely Colorado looking with yeah, that yeah, snow. Yeah. It's in Paris. And it's just gorgeously done. It really is great. So we're going to haunting a little bit here. So another interesting fact about this story is that the opera Garnier was considered to actually be haunted by the phantom. And of course we know that the French term for a ghost is phantom. Phantom is yeah. actually French. Just like we talk about I'm, poltergeist I, I as being German. You. Have they yeah. ever actually formed phantom in opera Garnier? I, have no, I would hope they would. You can look it up. I have no idea. Yeah. No idea. You can look that up when I'm doing this. A French term for a ghost. And the time LaRue was when he wrote his story. LaRue used to use some of the tales to inspire this novel that he wrote. The performers at the Opera House firmly actually believed that there was a ghost that haunted the building and the tunnels that lay below. And you can imagine that making sense, right? If you're working there, whether you're a ballet dancer or a singer or, or a light technician or whatever it is that you're doing, how, how like believable that would be especially if you knew these creepy tunnels existed yeah underground did you find the answer to the question i have not yet are you still now it's your job now you've i always say if you bring up questions to me it's your job to answer them if i don't know the answer to it so so yes i really am a big fan of phantom of the opera i would highly suggest it if you've never seen it i is know it, most is it still of in, in it. does it still it's still so playing in London. Well, and no, also I mean, keep in mind pandemic, so I don't Opera, know. Opera Garnier, do they, do they still do stuff there? Or do they, no, they have they, no, right now they're not. Everything, okay. Yeah. In fact, they moved. I was, there's a Opera separate Garnier. opera house entirely. But I do something I like about the Opera Garnier. It's their beautiful staircase. It's so iconic. And if you ever heard the Masquerade song, you will know favorite. it That's immediately. My my what, a, what a great song. My very, my very brulé song. Yeah, it's it's a very catchy and beautifully written song. So let So now you have to make a choice. Yeah. Do do we go on to talk about the sequel or do we save that for another episode? Well, we're currently sitting at 19 minutes, so find me the answer to the question yeah, first. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. While you look, and I will slowly get into this as we go in here. So, there is this sequel to Phantom the Opera. It's <laughs> I cool. Think it's, I think it needs its own episode. 
I'll be honest with it's you. called Love Never Dies and it's very interesting I believe it's actually going to tour in fact if you look it up online you can find the Australian version and the singers in it are phenomenal it is all supposedly canon there's a lot of argument to us whether or not this thing is actually canon or not because it distracts from the original story which I won't go into too much at this point but essentially it is set in Coney Island on a pier and so it's got this very american flair to it which i ah, actually so really appreciate be, this, I, have, I have an interesting oh, answer to your okay, question find me find me the answer okay is it? for years phantom could not be played in paris because weber refused to pay the larue family any royalties on his well, novel that's it was awful. public domain everywhere else except france is that true <laughs> in 2015 an announcement was made that there would be a Paris production opening at the Mogador Theatre not too far from the Opera Garnier. It would open in time to help celebrate Phantom's 30th in London this past October. My friends and I, uh, I'm just reading, we had friends, see, two weeks, a fire broke out in Mogador, destroying sets and structures. Whoa, theater. how the Phantom! The production has since been cancelled. Wow. While the theatre remains closed for repairs. That's a crazy story. <laughs> right? Would you bet it was a Phantom setting those fires? You know, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Hmm. That's so interesting. So this this sequel takes place in the future, and Christine Daae is with Ral. They've married, and uh, they have a child, a little boy. He's yeah. Ten years old, in fact. And so they go. They, she gets a mysterious. Um, she gets an invitation by. I want to say it's by like Hammerstein, Rogers and Hammerstein, or something like right, that. Right to come sing, to come actually, sing in, in New York. A, in New York. Yeah. But then she gets a counter offer, which is mysteriously well, for more money. It's not obvious to me that she actually had a real offer. I think the Phantom was playing her the whole time. Oh, he was no one hundred percent. He basically lures her, lures her to there. appear because he wants her, and he, he knows, knows that Raoul has and he's all about gambling debts. Well, he's, so Raoul's become an alcoholic <laughs> at this juncture, guys. It's pretty sad. He's, he's become everything he's a that you real, feared he would. He's terrible. He's a real loser at this point he's a aggressive violent alcoholic loser at this juncture in time and you know what? i'm actually i'm not going to do this we should totally make this separate <laughs> it's so much you know what it is is i really want to do it justice because it's a fascinating thing but i also don't want to do spoilers for people who haven't seen it so what i will say to you right now that's, is that's if you've not that's seen good. love never dies you can look it up you, you can leave get this it online episode and you can go off and watch it and then listen to and our, then listen to the second that's one that's very thoughtful because honestly i do think it's the the music is certainly just as good as the music in the first I, one some of the songs i actually like as well yeah, yeah me if not better in yeah, some instances yeah. so certainly so a lot of people i'll tell this to and they're like oh my god there's a phantom of the opera too and they get really excited about it and i'm like yeah you should go and watch it i don't want to ruin it for you guys so we're at 22 minutes so we'll be ending this a little bit earlier than we usually do but don't worry we will have a second part of this and i promise we'll do it for october to keep in this halloween season so without further ado good night and sleep tight (laughs) 